The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of the Fake News Fairy Tale Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, home to such great podcasts as Dan McNeil Unsupervised, The Winemakers, and Geek Counter Geek. I'm Keith Conrad, the writer and producer. Have you noticed this year there haven't been any war on Christmas stories dominating the news as we head into the holidays? By the way, I just said holidays to avoid repetition. I'm not banned from saying Christmas. I, I just did, twice. So please, no angry emails. Anyway, if you're on the right, you probably attribute the lack of war on Christmas stories to President Trump declaring that we're all allowed to say Christmas again. On the other hand, if you're on the left, you might say there haven't been any war on Christmas stories because Bill O'Reilly is unemployed. At any rate, now that the war on Christmas is over, we can look forward to the inevitable Ken Burns documentary on PBS. The war on Christmas was fought in thousands of places, with too many heart-wrenching stories for one accounting. This is the story of how four Americans experienced and survived the War on Christmas. Beauregard Johnson was a 34-year-old Russian mail-order bride salesman in Arkansas. He never would have believed he would find himself engulfed in the battle. But one winter day, as the Christmas season had begun, his most cherished beliefs were under attack. I returned to work after spending the Thanksgiving holiday with my family. I'd heard stories about the battle raging all around us, but I felt safe that the war would not impact me or my family and friends. Oh, how naive I was. We'd been back at work for at least an hour, and my co-workers had not even decorated any of their cubicles for Christmas yet. By the end of the day, only nine of my 11 co-workers had wished me a Merry Christmas. It was truly heartbreaking to see the office torn apart and my co-workers' Christmas cheer silenced by the PC crowd. Sadie Mae Lynn was a 41-year-old gas station attendant with seven children from West Virginia. Her kids spent the entire year looking forward to Christmas, but their unbridled joy came to a crashing halt when they learned the war on Christmas had been brought into their happy world. Sometimes I look around and after so many years of this terrible war being waged against us, I don't even recognize this country anymore. This Christmas, Target waited until after Labor Day to begin selling Christmas decorations. I visited the store in August and could find no Christmas decorations anywhere. I immediately found the manager and demanded to know why there were no Christmas decorations yet. He said it was still summer and asked me to stop yelling at him. My children don't even believe me when I tell them about the years before the war on Christmas began, when all of us were allowed to celebrate our beloved holiday publicly. And Target began selling Christmas decorations the day after the 4th of July, the way it's supposed to be. It's so sad to see what our country's become thanks to this terrible war. Atticus Austin was a 37-year-old lottery winner and former truck driver from Colorado. Like many Americans, he found himself skeptical of the constant barrage of Drudge Report headlines and Fox News alerts on the war on Christmas. Until, tragically, one day, the biggest battle of the war turned out to be in his front yard. I knew that our cherished holiday of Christmas was under attack everywhere I looked, but I truly believed my home would remain unscarred by the conflagration. A man's home is his castle, after all. But then I got notice from my homeowners association. They claimed that my Christmas decorations violated their bylaws. According to them, my 15-foot inflatable Frosty the Snowman was not allowed. Worse yet, they had the nerve to directly attack my religious belief, saying my nativity scene featuring the new kids on the block as the wise men was in poor taste. 
I don't know how we've let this country get to the point where Christmas is under attack like this. May future generations forgive us. The war on Christmas so dominated the lives of the people involved that it became impossible for them to remember the world before the war broke out and equally impossible to imagine what the world would look like after the fight was over. Candace Merriweather, a 42-year-old professional Etsy artist from Georgia, was overjoyed when she finally got the news her family had waited generations to hear. President Trump said that we were once again all allowed to say Merry Christmas, and immediately everything changed. The joy of the season, it was allowed to wash over us all again, just like the superwash down at the Sitco. I was driving past the local delicatessen that very same day of the announcement, just hours after hearing President Trump talk about it. He said we had won the war on Christmas. And even the owners of that store must have heard the great news before I did, because they already had their Christmas lights up. And as a matter of fact, the store owners had so much Christmas spirit, they didn't just put one candle in their window, they put nine candles in their window. None of the millions of people who had their lives upended by the war on Christmas will ever forget where they were when they heard the fight was finally over. Somehow, all of them managed to find a way to carry on with their lives, although they never forgot the lessons learned and continue to monitor Fox News to see if the fight ever rekindled. This has been Ken Burns' The War on Christmas, another thought-provoking edition of the Fake News Fairytale podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Included in the cast this week were Bruce Wolf as Beauregard Johnson, Liz Biddle as Sadie Mae Lynn, Quinn McCarthy as Atticus Austin, Jen DeSalvo as Candace Merriweather, and Keith Larson was the narrator. Be sure to check back in again with us next week when our story might be Doug Jones is coming to town or Oh Come All Ye Tax Breaks. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cabotron.